my goal was to get you drunk. Mm. And I thought I was doing a good job. Oh, you did a great job. Because I remember I was looking over... Well, a couple things. <laughs> yes. My my first grand thought was, I'm going to buy shots for everybody. And I did that. And I bought shots for me, you, and some other people. Sure. And then I came back, and I was like, I'm buying more shots. To which you told me, no, no, no. Just buy me and you shots. Yes. And I was like, okay, all right. That's somebody that's responsible. And I probably need to listen. <laughs> so... I just bought me and you shots on that one. Yeah. And then I kept going with that theme for the rest of the evening. And I kept looking over at you. And your eyes were pretty fucking glassy. And I was like, okay. I was like, this is good. That, was, like, we're, that was from the concussions. I was like, fuck. Well, <laughs> I, I thought I was making good progress. Oh, you did. You Don't drug. worry. You, you you did a great job. And then... I was feeling pretty good. I... I like I don't even remember getting drunk that night. That's yeah. the last thing I remember is <laughs> thinking you were drunk. Oh, I was. Fuck. Well, apparently, when we got back to the house, uh, I got in a fight with a cat. <laughs> Who won? Me. Oh, good. Well, well, the cat was in my spot on the bed. Well, that was fuck a- that puss. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that puss. Fuck that puss. <laughs> Hello, I'm Robert Stack, and you are listening to the Ask Casters Podcast. Ask Casters, we have week four of the college football season. We have week three of the NFL season. We have a soon-to-be-here NHL season. Yeah. And all we do is talk sports, so we probably don't have anything else other to talk about yeah. other than sports. Well, besides your birthday coming up. An important birthday. Yes. And maybe we could, in case we haven't talked about it, we had Schwammy's birthday <laughs> yeah. that we could talk about. <laughs> so we better jump right in. Two casters today, myself, Andy, and Schwammy down here in the crib mm-hmm. over at 9th Street. That's right. Uh... No one knows where Scrode's at today. No one knows where Carlos is at today. But yeah. honestly, we don't care. No, it's we're, just us two. We're going to have a two-fisting party today, baby. That's <laughs> the way God meant it to be. <laughs> so, uh, man, big game Notre Dame. Let's jump right into college football. Man, isn't that awesome? Primetime Notre oh, Dame. Oh, man, that was so oh, fucking good. Man, and, don't they show up for a big game. You know what? They look like the, the Chiefs back in the day in primetime. They just uh, shit the bed when it really mattered in in front of a primetime audience. And in fact, not only that, my brothers and mother were at the game, too. They drove all the way to South Bend, Indiana, to be able to be there. So. How was their experience in South Bend? Uh, I'm sure disappointing uh, as far as the game is concerned. I'm sure it was extremely fun um just being in south bend they actually stayed an hour outside of there i think god bless them closer to gary indiana (laughs) yeah oh that's uh, michael jackson's uh hometown i believe well that explains a lot (laughs) but no they it seemed like they they loved it it was a great experience overall they were on college game day for a bit because the college game day was was in South Bend that day. Um, I didn't get to watch the game because I was working the NHL game that was happening here in Wichita. So um, we can also talk about stuff like that going on later on in the podcast. But, um, you know, since we're starting with Notre Dame, besides, I guess, the final score and the really big fuck-up of only having 10 men on the field, 
uh, on defense on the last few plays. Uh, what what was your assessment of their you know game overall against Ohio State? They kept them to sixteen points. The game was exactly what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. It, if you remember last season when this game uh, happened, mm-hmm. uh, Notre Dame kept them close. Um, I think it was a little bit more surprising last season because I think we knew a little bit more about Ohio State. Right. Um, and that I think that we thought that Ohio State had probably a higher ceiling and uh, maybe uh, Notre Dame didn't have as higher of a ceiling. So maybe sure. last year's results weren't as surprising. But this season with Sam Hartman mm-hmm. playing quarterback, I think people uh, thought this was going to be a close game. Uh, a lot of people had picked Notre Dame to win this game. Uh, I wasn't quite as confident in that. Um, what was the, yeah. what was the spread on that game? What was the what was your bets going into that? So uh, Ohio State was a three point favorite, so this actually turned out to be a push. Um, and if you actually hung in till the very very bitter end, yes, um, they actually weren't quite sure if they were going to kick that extra point or not. I don't Ooh. know if you remember watching that part of it. No, Sean McVay, I was not aware of that. So, uh, yeah, that actually got that line to be Yikes. a push, oh. which, which cost some people uh, some significant was, coin on that game. Was, was there some uh, chairs thrown because of that <laughs> in, at the sports book? Uh, well, I, I mean, I was, for surprisingly, I was not at the casino that night. I was the night before. Shocker. Uh, but, yeah, Notre Dame just. They can't win those games. They just don't. They don't win against top 10 teams. And they had everything that you could have wanted going into that game. They had home field. They had Sam Hartman. They had prime time. They had everything you could have wanted. They still don't They still don't get it done. They didn't have prime time, but they had prime time. No, no. And, um, I mean, there's so much to talk about. Let's, uh, uh, so let's you're talk real quick if so we can. You, on, uh, before we move on. Ahead. But, so what do you think is the problem with Notre Dame in those kinds of games? Because it, it doesn't matter. It seems like ever since they moved on, well, excuse me, Kelly moved on from Notre Dame and Marcus Freeman took over. I mean, it seems like it's the same kind of result. So what do you think is... They haven't been able to win. A, Brian Kelly never won those games. Yeah. They, they haven't been able to win those games for 15 years. <laughs> so... It, it's kind of weird how that's the same thing happens over and over again if you want to... Similar result or similar, I guess, uh, comparison. San or San Diego, the L.A. Chargers. Mm-hmm. They always find ways to lose games that they should win. Oh, we'll get to Brandon Staley here at some point. Yes. I hope. But yeah, they. I think some people think culture is overrated uh, when talking about programs and what what culture means. Yeah. You want to talk about the importance of culture? Building culture in. An elite level is is huge, yep. and Notre Dame has not done it. Nope, they have not done it in quite some time. I mean, I probably, I mean, you can't even say during the Manti Teo era they really haven't. You know, they've been the same way. Even though they got to the championship game, they still have the same result in the end. Yeah, I mean, it didn't matter whether it was game four of the season or the final game of the season. So it's it's you know especially as you as a Notre Dame fan it's got to just I don't know if it's gut wrenching anymore or if it's just expected expected and so you really just are prepared for it and you're just kind of like well here we are again I expected nothing less yeah. I was I was here at 9th Street watching this game with my old man uh, and even crazy Sharon popped down for a little bit for that one and as we watched that last game for or the last drive for Ohio State yeah. everybody down here thought this is this is Ohio State's game winning drive. Yeah. And and sure enough. And not only was it their game winning drive, they did it with zero seconds left on the clock. That's, so they, that was wild. So they could just really just 
throw that dagger in there. But um, so what yeah. do you? I mean, so you just think in the end, culture just needs to change. I mean, overall, just it, is you it have diff- to win. You have to win. I think it's not just win one of those. I think you got to win a couple of those. Like Michigan, I think is a good example of this. Right. Michigan had forever the the. The rub on Harbaugh was that he just couldn't get over the hump with beating Ohio State in that game. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he'd done everything else. I mean, hell, he'd won at the, the, the NFL level. Right. So, I mean, he knows he knows how to win, but he couldn't win that game. Now he's done it two in a row. And sure. so now, now that he's done it twice, I don't think anybody's got any doubt that he can do it a third time. Here's a thought. Now that the transfer portal is a thing, mm-hmm. maybe you bring in some guys that have had that experience and been in those big-time moments to kind of help, you know, your younger recruits, uh, you know, kind of go through the motions, understand what it takes to overcome that adversity, especially in the limelight of, uh, you know, a primetime game. So I think I think that's a big big thing. I mean, you probably couldn't – 10 years ago you couldn't bring a guy in like that without mm-hmm. having to, you know, sit out a significant time. Now maybe it's a, someone you can bring in via for your defense and your offense – to, you know, show some the younger guys how to get through those kinds of adversities. I, I, I don't – I mean, I think Notre Dame has – Do you, think, good, you I, think I'm close with that, or at least it's, a neat, it's an idea of how to change that mindset or that kind of – I wouldn't say issue, but that problem around? Well, I think – I think this loss is probably less a result of the transfer portal mm-hmm. in that culture as it is that you're – second-year coach doesn't know how to win this game yet. That's fair. And obviously doesn't know how to win this game because he doesn't know how to put 11 people out on the most important <laughs> defensive play of the game. But goddamn, he has a great smile. I mean, he's a beautiful black man. <laughs> Marcus Freeman is a beautiful man. He is. But my goodness. I, yeah. <laughs> But di- disappointing, uh, but not too bad. It-, it was a little bit expected. But, man, Ryan Day, my God, you got a little bit of anger. Holy moly, did you see him after the game throwing a little bit of heat back at 86-year-old Lou Holtz? You, yeah, you, yeah. are you going to talk shit on a guy who can barely speak? My goodness. What was uh, Lou Holtz, uh, sta- like, what was he saying before the game about Ohio State? Like, the all, the best that I heard about this is that his prediction was that Notre Dame was going to win this game, and it wasn't even anything any more significant than that. So it was just, like, more, I guess, I don't know, just something to feed into to kind of be motivated for the game. Like, he said, oh, Lou Holtz doesn't believe in us. Let's go out there and shit pump him. That's, win the, way, by two. that's the way I understood it. I mean, and he... Kind of like what Oregon was doing all week against uh, Colorado. And if you're if you're ready to transition right into that game... Yeah, we can. And it's another game I was not able to watch that night. Oh. So I, I would love for you to kind of go over that. Obviously, I was, I was scoreboard watching, and I obviously saw that Oregon just beat the piss out of the Buffs that night. Um... So if you were going to take a duck and a buffalo in a fight, it sounds like you take a duck. Take a duck. Take a duck. Take a duck. A duck can carry a hammer, apparently. Holy moly. Yeah, it was not a good result for the Colorado Buffaloes. I can't. I mean, I, I'm surprised they didn't put up more of a fight. I mean, besides, I don't know, it's just finally being humbled and finally realizing, okay, we're good, but we're not that to that level yet. So the I think one of the... Curious things throughout the season for for Colorado is I don't think anybody's really had a good grasp for exactly how good 
uh, Colorado is. Mm -hmm. Very first game of the season, Colorado was a 21-point underdog against TCU. Sure. They win that game straight up. Mm -hmm. Next game, they are a two-and-a-half-point favorite against Nebraska. They smoke Nebraska, and that game's not even close. Sure. The Colorado State... To the surprise of all Nebraska. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) because Colorado, this is... Again, to to a winning culture, we are not building. Nebraska, hello. Hello. Uh, Colorado versus Colorado State. Colorado was a 21-point favorite in that game. That game goes to double overtime. Yeah. Uh, So that was a surprise. So on this game here, uh, again, trying to figure out how good Colorado actually is, Colorado was a 21 to 21-and-a-half-point underdog. Uh, going to go play against Oregon in this game. Oh, Jesus, and I didn't a lot, think it was that bad. a lot of pe- well, a lot of people didn't think it should be that bad, but Oregon smoked them right out of the gate. I mean, they scored thirteen in the first quarter, twenty-two in the second quarter. I mean, it was thirty-five it was, points. Yeah, and Oregon went in at half. I think the score was thirty-five-zero at half. Yeah, and they they could have probably kept their foot on the gas and put mm-hmm. 70 on them. Hashtag Miami Dolphins. <laughs> but they they decided to, to take the foot off the uh, gas, and, and they I think that game ended up, what, 42-7? Was the 42-6. 42-6. And I was looking at the previous three games Oregon has played, and they had Portland State out of the gate, scored 81 points on them. Uh-huh. Then won against Tech. Texas Tech, 38-30, obviously a closer match, but then beat Hawaii 55-10. So these guys can put up points. So that's not a surprise that they put up 42. Bo Nix is amazing. He was awesome in that game. Yeah, but um, what was that set I saw? Bo Nix and Herbert. Was it Herbert was in the same, like, was not playing college at the same time? And (laughs) and Herbert's, like, in his fourth year in the pros. I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, Bo uh, Bo Nix probably played with, like... Matt Ryan. <laughs> That's not Ryan. It's Ryan. <laughs> so yeah, Oregon's Oregon's really good. And are, are they? Really are they? Are they? I mean, they're ninth ranked currently. Are, are they? Do you think they're obviously probably the best out of the Pac-12? I wouldn't say that. Well, I'd okay. Say, besides USC, my no. Who, I think who, that's another conversation to bring in there. Washington's got now your Heisman favorite, Michael Penix Jr. Wait, he's a favorite now. Mm-hmm. When did that happen? Over the weekend, when Washington <laughs> just decided to throw up another 59 points over the weekend. Jesus. See, I missed a lot this weekend. I was so focused on the, the game that I had to work. I had no idea that they, I guess, that much has changed. I mean, so I guess... Out of, those well, that's your, why we have podcasts. I know. This is why we bring all that shit up. Okay, so I'm looking at this now. So uh, boy, they beat Boise State in their first game, Washington Huskies we're talking about. 56-19. They beat Tulsa the following, 43-10. Beat Michigan State and the... Telephone Bandits, 41-7. And then they beat California, University of Cal, 59-32. So um, they, they are putting some points up on the board. I didn't realize how much of the, how good their offense was. I know we talked about uh, Penix at the beginning of the year about Heisman hopefuls, but I didn't realize he, they were doing that well. I mean, mm-hmm. when, because all, all you hear about nowadays is who? Caleb Williams and USC. So this, this guy, I wouldn't say a dark horse, but obviously an underdog compared to Caleb. But I think if you're saying what you you're, you know, you're telling me here, he should be a, a definitely up there. Now. So, so Mr. Penix mm-hmm. Jr. and you must be careful with that last name. Penix. I mean, you you mistype that by one letter, mm-hmm. and you find yourself on websites you you probably mm-hmm. shouldn't be going on. Also, yeah, 
Penex Jr. <laughs> oh, the websites. Mm. That's a lot of trouble. But he's he's the nation's leader. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, with total yardage, uh, sixteen hundred and thirty six passing yards already. Damn. So he he leads uh, the nation by over two hundred yards. Your second leading passer, as far as yards are concerned. Uh, you got Sanders out at Colorado's at fourteen ten. That Cam Ward at Washington State. Washington State's having a great season right now. Cam Ward, I thought of uh, the former Carolina Hurricane goalie, just because I'm a hockey fan. <laughs> fair, yeah. fair enough. But no, I, I'm surprised. Where's Where's Caleb Williams at? Sorry, if you had it up, that's fine. I know you just. Uh, he's not. Page. He's not in the top five as far okay. as yardage. But, but yeah, Michael Penix Jr. sixteen touchdowns, two mm-hmm. interceptions, and a key QBR of ninety three point seven. Damn. So it may be his year to be the Heisman favorite. It sounds like he is right now, like you're saying. Well, I think what people are thinking as far as, like, to your original question about who's the best in the Pac-2. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Pac-2. <laughs> I love it. That's no, that's true. The reason that Washington, I think, is your favorite, maybe just by a little bit, mm-hmm. is the fact that Washington supposedly can play a little bit of defense and USC... Um, I think they still have questions about if USC can play defense. It's not that they have questions. It's definitely that they have questions. Yeah. It's be, and uh, OU fans well aware of Alex Grinch's defense and how porous it is with, I mean, how, how much points they give up with against teams who should not even be in the same, I guess, on the same field level, I mean, in a sense. Like, giving up... 28 points to Arizona State, 28 to San Jose State this year. And, I mean, they lost to Tulane last year in their last game. 46 points is what they given up. I mean, I'm not saying these teams are necessarily pushovers, but for a team that's going to be putting up 66, 56, 56, 42 points, you want to be only giving up 13, 17 points at the max with a team like that. Yeah. And Alex Grinch's defense, as, as I well know, is just – they just don't focus on that side of the ball with the recruiting. I mean, look at the turnaround with OU. They're bringing Mike <laughs> Brent Venables, and their their defense is like the fourth best in the nation mm-hmm. this year. And I know last year was a transition year, and it was kind of a shit show, but it was it is what it is. But I you mean, wanna... it, it just shows you like that USC should be more comfortable with their wins than it seems like they are. And I think I think that may. I mean, they are ranked lower than Washington. That's you know, it's funny. I just realized this. Seven ranked seventh. I think was. Hang on a second here. Sorry, Washington. USC is at eight. Nine is Oregon. They're three right there in in the top ten. And I think those those rankings, I think, are I think about where they need to be. I would agree. I just didn't realize that until I looked at was looking at USC that all three of those teams are ranked right next to each other. Uh, unfortunately for Colorado, who uh, is still. Uh, peeling off band-aids and and gauze <laughs> they get usc where's my theme music at they, they get usc this week uh that game's gonna have a i would imagine probably a ton of points are gonna be scored in that game yeah also did not know in that game uh should sanders yeah i'm getting my sanders confused quarterback i'm gonna call him quarterback sanders uh qb1 QB1 Sanders. QB1 Sanders. Uh, apparently, he got uh, sent to the hospital after that game for a... Mm-hmm-hmm. Let me check. Something something not good here. 
<laughs> Usually it's not good if you have to go to the same. Taken to hospital uh, hours after talking trash to working players. <laughs> he went to ER after physical game. I, I'm trying to. I'm seeing headlines. I don't see necessarily why, but let me go click on a link here. Let's see. It says he had been taken to the emergency room following a game last Saturday after touching down. I think it's Shiloh. Is it Shiloh? It's S H I L O. Oh, here he we go. He was urinating blood. Here we go. I, I got a little bit more details here. He said I could Oh, <laughs> Shiloh's the one on defense. So, okay, my yeah. bad. This is... Okay, excuse me. No, you're... Yeah, defensive. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Shiloh Sanders was caught on camera claiming that he was going to beat up Oregon players <laughs> before the game. After the Ducks blew out Buffalo's 42-6, to, to six, Shiloh was sent to the hospital. He was, sit, he was hit so hard during the game that his kidney was potentially ruptured. So, in the course of two weeks... NHL 94, Shiloh Sanders has had a potentially ruptured kidney, <laughs> and uh, who's their guy that plays both ways? Hunter, I always Travis, Travis Hunter. Hunter. Travis Hunter. I always want to call him something else, Travis Hunt or something. <laughs> I don't. I, my name. I'm just not doing good with names today. But he, I think he like lacerated his liver last week. Yeah. So pretty much all your vital organs, <laughs> or go figure, it happened in Oregon. <laughs> So, I guess what the duck going going into this game against USC, watch out somebody's pancreas. No uh, kidding, and so, someone's gonna lose a fucking finger like Ronnie Lott did. <laughs> my God. Uh, so, uh, quickly some more things here on the college football front. Uh, Schwimmy, you want to talk uh, anything about the Big Twelve, Oklahoma, and then maybe a little bit of what you've seen college football wise up to this point, and then I can get you well, what else we got on the schedule. I guess I guess I, to kind of stay with Colorado. Obviously, next week they take on USC. What does that mean for them? Like, I mean, after being humbled that during that game, I don't expect them to win this next game, but I do expect them to put up more than six points. I mean. I think Caleb Williams and the Trojans are going to put up 45, without a doubt. And that's not any disrespect to Coach Prime. Don't worry, it's not a disrespect, it's reality. Personal! Hey, hey, man! My half-white gaff duck! Go, go! That's personal! <laughs> Quacky quack! I'm glad Andy put things in my mouth. <laughs> Wait a now, now you're done! You don't play the, the drop! Now, now it's personal, Swammy! <laughs> personal! Yeah, I but I think though I think they could put up twenty eight against that defense though, if not thirty plus. Man, I should think so. You get oh man, man you you think I brought all these kids here with my four stars and my five stars? They don't even have four stars and five stars at Arizona State and Arizona State be you, scoring in the twenties. You know, you know the their old lady that they bring in the locker room. She probably put up better fight than they did last week. <laughs> Dion's mom. Mm-hmm. This is my mom. This is my mom. Let me tell you something here, boys. She done raised me right. Isn't that right, Mom? Tell them, tell them exactly what I just told you. Just repeat exactly what I just said. What what she say? Oh, uh, <laughs> bring me my theme music. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Somebody play Golden Girls for her? <laughs> you done, done, done made it personal for my mama now. <laughs> They're my personal. Mom. Made it personal for speaking, speaking of which, I watch that show every night. <laughs> Golden Girls. Yeah. Oh. It's on Hallmark Channel. There ain't nothing wrong with that. I know. Why wouldn't I watch that show? That's a, it's great. I love watching. You know. Thank you for being a friend. It's such a great show. Just sassy old ladies and you know 
just getting the hots for random doctors down there. In if Miami. I remember right, the the old girl, uh, the little midget yeah. looking the, one, she <laughs> was the young, she was the youngest one of all of them. Yeah, and I think Betty White was the oldest one of them, I think, and she outlasted them all. Maybe I'm wrong, but I, I think thought you're that. Right. But, yeah. but man, B, B. Arthur, bunch of hoes. Meow. <laughs> I don't know about you, but back back when. Back when you could buy houses at a reasonable real estate price. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Back when you could buy it for a fucking paperclip. All right, we're gonna have four uh, four crazy old chicks buy, and we so we're gonna have one primary and three co-signers, and we're gonna, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have three random jackholes come in here all the time. Oh my god, the three co-signers. <laughs> I I can't imagine that shit now. I can't even get one. Because <laughs> they're all dead. <laughs> uh, that's funny. But, uh, yeah. I, <laughs> let's move on to the Big 12. Uh, okay, well, I think the best team out of the Big 12, if you ask me, is probably Texas right now. You are, I, I would you think, are, you are correct. That hurts me to say. I almost threw up in my mouth when I said that. But, I mean, they've had the best showing out of anybody so far. And they're obviously they're ranked third in the country. I mean, they're well-deserved. Beating Alabama in Bama uh, 34-24 earlier this year. Beat Wyoming 31-10. Beat Baylor 38-6. And next up, they got 24-ranked Kansas. I know. 24-ranked Kansas, but at home. So, Kansas, as we know, though, deadly in Austin. Uh, I will give Scrode credit for this because he generally brings us up KU KU makes us a close game mm-hmm. more often than it does not even when they have garbage teams mm-hmm. and they have pulled this upset in Austin <laughs> off before oh yeah quick uh quick 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 fun <laughs> but, but but we, we but we okay so that do you think that's gonna be a close game or is it gonna be easily a two score game I think Texas is I think they're significantly better oh i agree but i th- i think it's gonna be a two-score game and texas will win that one whether it's 10 or 14 i wouldn't points. be terribly surprised if that thing goes into halftime and texas is only up a touchdown or something like that but i would think by the time that thing's done mm-hmm. uh, i'd say probably two touchdown game yeah I, I would i would agree with that and that game happens at 2 30 p.m not usually in their prime time spot for that game but um, yeah, I don't. I think that's gonna be uh, fairly interesting. See how that that goes. Um, uh, real quick, fun fact: as far as total amount of TV eyeballs that have been on college football teams up to this point in the season, Colorado has had thirty-five million viewers up to this point in the season. The next closest team is Oregon with twelve. Right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, goodness. Playing for clicks, we're playing for wins. <laughs> they in Hollywood, we on the field. Uh, so, what's next in the Big Twelve? Are we gonna go with Oklahoma, or do you want to go? K-State? Well, give me give me your thoughts on Oklahoma because you know much more about them than I do, and they continue to just chug along, and they haven't had any. I don't. They haven't had any games that have given you heartburn yet where they've surprised you and had anything really close yet. I mean, they give me heartburn all the time, but that's neither here or there. I mean, I I think, let's see, I'm going to their page right now. They are playing Iowa State this week. I think that should be an easy win for them. I think think they should win by about, I don't know, 21 points, hopefully. Iowa State, though, in the past with Oklahoma has given them kind of fits. The uh, the Brees Hall Iowa State. Days yeah, are that's gone. true. The Bryce Purdies are gone. Yeah, 
But I think with this defense that Oklahoma has, they, they're, they're great at stopping the run. And so it forces teams to have to throw downfield. Well, that could be a problem for Iowa State. And they sure can't do that. Yeah, their secondary is – they're ball hawks. I mean, like, they are very good at forcing quarterbacks thus far to throw picks. I mean, the last two games they've had seven interceptions. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean – but, I mean, to, to hype that number up, it was against Tulsa. Like, they had five against Tulsa. I mean, but it is Tulsa. Right. And, you know – in, their offense is inconsistent, and I don't know if that's necessarily if that's play calling or just not having guys playing consistent with the plays being called. You know, it, it seems like a lot of times OU is either stuck throwing off into the flat, or you know they do throw the ball down the field. It's one or the other. Like they don't they don't consistently do one or the other, or or they do consistently one or the other. They don't have a mix a lot of times, which I think is their downfall on offense. Dylan Gabriel can throw the deep ball pretty well, but it just he hasn't done it enough to be as accurate as he has been in the past, especially when he was at uh, UCF. Because I mean, he's he's one of the highest you know yards passing you know whatever quarterback in college history. Why not test his arm and throw it downfield? You got guys that <clears throat> they have Anthony that came over from Michigan. You have Farouk that's been at OU for a few years, and you also have a Nick Anderson who is caught. 30 touchdown passes against Tulsa. You have guys who can go out and get the ball. Throw it downfield. Why do you throw it in the flat? I, I That's one thing I I pain watching Oklahoma is that they have the talent, use it. But the problem is also is that their running backs are not consistent. Their best running back is a walk-on. And I don't know if it's, there's injuries or they just don't like how some of the younger guys are practicing. They are just not getting the reps in, in games to be able to showcase their talents. So... That's part of the issue as well. But in that game specifically, I feel like, oh, you should run away with it without any issue as long as the you know, defense can keep Iowa State underneath you know, 14 points. That shouldn't be an issue at all. You're projected to win that game by 19.5 points. We'll see. We will see. But I, you know, being at home in Oklahoma, I think that, <clears throat> that should be an easy win. I, not to say you overlook them, but that should be an easy win. And then the following week is... The Red River rivalry game. Red River, Red River, Red River, Red River, Red River. Which one of the best atmospheres I've ever been to, I will say. So if you've never been to that game in Dallas at the Cotton Bowl, phenomenal. You have to check it out, even if you're not a Texas or Oklahoma fan. But what are your thoughts on Oklahoma so far? Have you seen any of their games? I haven't, haven't <laughs> watched really any of them. I've, I've tried to keep my eyeballs peeled on the uh, the score just because I'm, I'm trying to get a feel for... Uh, how good the Big 12 is, which <clears throat> more and more it's starting to look like the conference as a whole for the Big 12 is not great, right. top to bottom. Yeah, it's, it's like, pretty inconsistent. The The bottom of the Big 12 is really bad. Yeah. And the middle of the Big 12 is pretty mid. I'm learning. That's what the kids say. <laughs> Damn, dude. There's like... You're just keeping with the times. I know. I'm, I'm getting like hip and stuff. Uh, there's... Uh, there's really four teams in the Big 12 total. There's Texas, there's Oklahoma, and there's the two Kansas teams. And K-State's not even ranked. Well, they don't deserve to be really. I, I agree with that. But, I mean, after losing to Missouri and barely beating out you, I would say barely, but beating at UCF by giving up 31 points. I mean, I'm still licking my 
financial wounds from watching <laughs> the, you, the what, guy. The guy kicked the SEC's longest field goal in history. To oh my god, yeah. yes, that was amazing. By the way, yeah, the guys, the guy wears like number two hundred eighty-two. Yeah, he wears like the old. I think that the old fucking like Legion of Doom fucking shoulder pads. <laughs> Legion of and Doom, and I'm like, that guy can't kick a sixty-three yarder. Yeah, and then that dude fucking right through the uprights. <laughs> Terrifying, that guy. I can't, I can't believe you. Yeah, had I known that the kicker was kin of Hawk and Animal, <laughs> would have never bet that game. God damn, I can't believe... I, I, I was like watching that and like, there's no fucking way that's going to go through. And I'm like, oh, it's still carrying. Oh, that... Holy shit. Yeah. And that went right through. Yeah, that was one of those uh, it's safe enough to go grab a beer moments. Mm-hmm. And so I go I go grab a beer, and um, the, the announcer's like, well, he's lining up here for a uh, 63-yard field goal. There's the kick. It's up. Oh, good distance. <laughs> oh! Yeah, oh! Yeah! Oh, yeah! No, but not that. Well, for it, you. Yeah, well, for me, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was Bedlam But in, for him, it was more Columbia. like, celebrate, celebrate. And I'm over here like, what? I did, I did. I puked immediately. <laughs> I can't believe, I. but still, like, watching the watching Tiger fans storm the field was so good. When Mr. 80, I think it was number was 82. I think that's his belt size. I, 253, in my, my opinion. <laughs> Oh my god, that was so fucking funny. But yeah, Uh, I, I I mean, K State having an interesting start to the year. Uh, They just lost. Unfortunately for K State, they just lost pretty much the uh, backbone of their defense last week. Oh, didn't he? Did he have surgery? Yeah, he's out for the year. Damn, I did. That's right. I didn't hear that. But but I I think they're good enough to. I mean, they're still going to be relevant. They still haven't lost a conference game, so you're fine there. I mean, yeah, rel- that's true. I-, I guess that is fair to say. I'm looking at their side. By the way, oh, yes. Big 12, think of this. You, you, you're you losing Oklahoma and Texas. Okay, fine. But how how much better are you feeling about bringing in Colorado at the moment? Colorado Holy looks shit. pretty good. And BYU's had a good start. I mean, they're, they're generally a, a pretty good team. I mean, They're 3-1 this year. Yeah. So I, I think they're I, they're going to be fine. Cincinnati, a little bit of a transitional period with them right now. Uh, they didn't look great against OU, and then Houston also. They're two and two right now, so middle of the pack. But I don't know if, who we're more disappointed in this year: Tech, Baylor, or Oklahoma State. Like who is the Oklahoma State? I would say I'd probably think that too. Like they just do not look good. They're at awful. All. I mean they <clears throat> they have lost against. Let's see here. I'm sorry. I would just South Alabama, and then Iowa. They lost to Iowa State last week, 34 27. They are so pedestrian. I don't, I, I just, I, I don't know if Gundy is just <laughs> disinterested or just knows it's going to be a rough year to get through it and go to the next year. If somebody, somebody asked Gundy at this point, like yeah. why his team is so bad, he should be. You don't understand. I'm an old man. I'm 60. <laughs> Sir, you don't, you don't have to yell in the microphone. We can hear you from here. That'd be, that'd be <laughs> But you don't understand. This hearing device in my cochlear implant. <laughs> uh, thanks, Mike. <laughs> right now, 
I don't think I've ever seen anybody with a gray mullet. John Daly doesn't count? Oh, good point. Have you seen John Daly try to kick a field goal? I just watched it when uh, when you were uh, getting some more beer. That was fantastic. He kicked a 51-yarder. I can't believe that shit. With his foot of steel. <laughs> yes, the foot of steel, like Superman. <laughs> his foot of steel. Are you kidding me? I can't believe he said that. <laughs> Christopher Reeve of the of the football world. Yes. <laughs> Another speaking of steel. Oh man. That reminds me of a bad joke that I heard back on the Don and Mike show when you know remember when they had their make us laugh segment when yeah. people would call in? Do <laughs> you want to hear this joke? I if it's one that I haven't heard, I'd be stunned. Okay. <laughs> what's 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 black and dark at the top of the stairs? Christopher Wee's wheelchair after the fire. <laughs> I know I fucked that joke up, but it was so fucking funny when I heard that. Like the, I think the one of the winners was how many Vietnam vets does it take to screw in a light bulb? And it's the answer was you don't, you don't know, know you weren't there. Yeah, there was not. This was not on that show, but you right. know how many blondes it takes to screw in a light bulb? How many? Two, one, one to, one to stand on the ladder, one to turn the ladder. God damn. <laughs> oh, that's fucking funny. Speaking of old radio shows, you know who my dad brought up last night in random talking? Uh, Phil Hendry. Yes! And I, and I was like, you know what? Those boys I mentioned earlier tonight, Aunt TJ and Andy, love Phil Hendry. And we talk about him all the time. And we like just mentioning the <clears throat> when he had his uh, George Norrie <laughs> segments and stuff like that. East of like the that. Rockies. West of the Rockies. Under the Rockies. Under the Rockies. My dad thought that was hilarious. And he, we were just talking about, like, because I was explaining this to my stepmom and my, my girlfriend. who uh, yeah. Right here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so we t- I was saying people got so upset over the fact that the guest that Phil Hendry on, who was Phil Hendry, would just yell and scream at Phil Hendry <laughs> the entire time. It's, it's a funny premise, and you have to watch the video of it on YouTube, how he does it. Because he literally talks into a... a, a phone like a Synth- hardline it's phone. like a synthesizer it well he he synthesizes it mm-hmm. sometimes he, he probably puts it through a board to make mm-hmm. it a little more distorted to sound like a phone call and he, what's the i think my favorite is the btk one the big and tall kids that one that's one of my favorite episodes that he had ever had remember when doriel duck electrocuted himself in the bathtub <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember that one that, that's gonna be one for like another time we gotta listen to i can't i i love those segments i could it, we need to probably have just one of those nights where we just go hang out and just listen to phil hendry because i we could go for hours and while we do that we have to sprinkle in the keith morrison hit from uh the the fake dateline bullshit yes that was so good i could watch that over and over and over again oh ass casters Schwimmy, explain that to the Askas. It's so good. About what, sorry? The Keith Morrison hit. Oh, with, so. With so, Bill Hader. So, Bill Hader does a great <laughs> Keith Morrison impersonation. Have you ever seen, like, Dateline or any of those murder shows? And he does a fantastic Im- imitation of him. But, like, this one segment that we watched was him watching Keith Morrison do an actual voiceover for a show. And then got him to do a couple of like, oh, really? And stuff like that. I mean, it's fantastic. And, and Bill Hader is like having a, uh, 
I guess, what is it? What would you call it? Like, he was having a, like, when he gets, like, I guess, star, what do you call it? Oh, man, I, I'm thinking of the word starstruck moment. Cause yeah. Because he, he loves Keith Morrison. Well, and he used to watch Dateline all yeah. the time. Speaking of which, Keith Morrison, stepfather of? Oh, I always forget this. Oh. Sharon, Sharon busts my balls on this all the Matthew time. Matthew Perry. Damn it. Yeah. Random. But, um, no, that's that's another great uh, video on YouTube as well. But, no, Phil Hendry, we could, we could talk for hours about Phil Hendry. He's fantastic. <laughs> Dory old duck. <laughs> what do I do with this cord? <laughs> Well, you just put it in the water, Doriel. Oh, man. Okay. Ted of Beverly Hills is good. Um, what's another character that's really good on there? Who's the the, the, the journalist? The gay man? The gay, I'm a gay man. Gay, gay man. Gay, gay journalist. Gay journalist. He's so good. Or what he's a Bobby, uh, Bobby, Bobby Dooley. Dooley, the the HOA girl. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then what's the what's the military guy? Like like the corporal guy or something? You know what I'm talking about, though. Yeah. He's, but no, he has a cast of characters he does. He literally does this all by himself. Like, there might be seven people talking, but it's just one man in the booth having schizos. But uh, his, his, oh, fuck, what's his, uh, Bud, his assistant in Bud this? Duckman. Bud Duckman. Is it Bud, no, Bud Dickman. Bud Dickman. Hey, I, don't know. I don't know what to do over here. <laughs> Thanks for hogging on the microphone. You asshole. What was that, Bud? Oh, nothing. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Oh, we're getting off here. That's so fucking funny. But yes, Phil Hendry was brought up in dinner last night, so that was fantastic. Um, so, so speaking, speaking of, of uh, Bud Dickman, speaking of Bud Dickman, uh, he <laughs> played defense for the Denver Broncos this weekend. Oh God, what a fucking shit show that team has been. You want to get into that? Let's do. It. Let's jump into the NFL. Okay. Uh, apparently not since the 1960s has somebody given up 70 points. I don't think I've even done it and matted in the drunkest of my stupors. You guys usually, uh, would switch off on that, uh, playing Madden, and I really haven't seen you guys give up more than 35 points, so I don't know. At the worst of it. Yeah. So, I, I just can't believe a team in this era has given up. Well, I don't know. How about this? I, I'm surprised a defense in this area has, hasn't given up. Or has given up a 70 points against, but offenses nowadays, with how more strict they are with defense penalties, hasn't scored more or closer to 70. But with how parity usually is in the league, it's fucking wild that the Dolphins scored 70 and they still could have put up more. But yeah. because they took a knee at the end not to break the record. Yeah. Because, you know, Meg McDaniel, who is an ex ball boy with the Denver Broncos. Mm hmm. Gave him mercy because he, he was like, we don't need to embarrass him more. I mean, that's, I, you know what? I understand. You have to have a, a killer mentality at that, you know, level of competition. But you also have to have, understand when the team is just out and done. And I don't blame him for not going for more. I'm sure people who put stupid amounts of money on them hitting a certain amount of points would disagree. But they're up 50 points. What's the point? Uh, but, the the but, Dolphins ran for 350 yards in that game. Thank you, Moser. Uh, he wasn't even their leading running back. Don't even care. Still got me 30-plus points in my uh, fantasy team. Whoever, I'm assuming in our league, Devon Acne was uh, yeah, cause Yeah, I think he uh, asked people to re-pronounce his name. It's like... A chan, a can, a chan, a can, but it's not a chain. So he had 18 carries for 203 and two touchdowns. That's right. not bad. No, it's not bad at all. Uh, and your boy Tyree Kill goes for nine receptions, 157, and a touchdown. Yep. They had uh, 
Miami had five rushing touchdowns and five receiving touchdowns. Yeah, that's fucking crazy to think about. And then uh, our, our boy, the uh, uh, Sean Payton. Oh, I was going to say. He was salty after the game. Well, don't give up 70 points. What is he salty about? Is he salty about his quarterback? I didn't see anything. Salty. Salty about the whole thing in general. Well, I would, I'd be pissed off too, but I'd be more pissed off at my players than anything else. Like, but I love to watch them lose. I'm not even a Chiefs guy like you, but it's been so... So they had... Sean Payton got salty. Pay, or, uh, Russell Wilson's not back. And they had this guy got interviewed. I don't even know who it was from Denver. And he goes off into this little diatribe and mm-hmm. he goes... Man, I've been here for seven years, man. I ain't won here, oh, man. Yeah. I just keep losing. I get tired of losing, man. I, I feel, I'm done losing. I feel bad for him. I really do. I, I mean, in 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 hindsight, I feel bad for the guy. But I mean, I kind of feel as a Chiefs fan, I really don't give a shit. <laughs> you're you're riding. You're riding. <laughs> yeah, but it's. It's, you know what's funny is that like the the fans when they last year when they traded for Russell Wilson, oh we're gonna give the Chiefs a run for their money. They're, we're we're gonna contend for the division. Shit's a bit. They get Sean Payton. Not only that, they give him up. They have to get him for picks too. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna you know turn around. This is gonna be it this year. They haven't done jack shit with Sean Payton at the helm. Granted, first year at the helm, he doesn't know exactly what he's getting into. And he doesn't have his probably true team that he wants or wants to draft. But the, I mean, but but he does. Like he he, he does. Had, but he he doesn't. had his pick. He had his pick of any team he wanted. Probably that's fair. He knows who his quarterback is. He obviously knows who he's got at quarterback. Yeah, he's got fucking dipshit fucking Russell Wilson. That's yep. That's what we're thinking. Now here's <sighs> here's a, a funny little factoid. A team that just lost by 50 points is going to be favored going into this next week. Well, yeah, because it's a toilet bowl. Because they're going against Chicago. Or, yeah. Oh, or as a urinating tree on uh, YouTube would say, it's the tank bowl. But, yeah, I can't believe that that game next week. Thank God that's not a primetime game now. Because you know how like they thought ahead and were like, oh, next week there's going to be the Chiefs and the Jets. Well, the Jets don't have... Aaron Rodgers anymore. They didn't uh, think of Iowa- that through. Ayahuasca enthusiast. <laughs> yeah, that, as we saw earlier when I was picking up Andy to g- come record, I, they had what was it? Uh, uh, four-time one, MVP, one-time, one-time one one NFL champ, champ, four-time four- MVP, ayahuasca enthusiast. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Joe. God, thank you for that fucking take bit. What, what, what channel was that on? Was that NFL Network? Uh, something owned by ESPN and Disney. Because it was Pat McAfee's show. Oh, okay. I got you. But, yeah, it's just, goddamn. It's funny how some of those games they didn't think ahead. Well, what if something happened? And I'm surprised they don't have more games flexed. In case that happens. But I know they do it later on this season, but even early on. The Jets were originally scheduled for five prime timers. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, speaking of, mm-hmm. um, this is prime time in Germany. The uh, Jacksonville-Atlanta game is going to be a... Uh, they're going to do it in in uh, the fashion of Toy Story. Yeah. Have you seen the advertisements for this? Oh, I have. Yes, yeah, kind of like the slime game, but they're going to be as in yep. Andy's room. So, if I can, <laughs> but in Germany, if, if I can get my hungover ass up early enough, 
I am. I'm gonna watch the shit out of that game. <laughs> well, it's my basement I, or I, my room. My room. I, yeah. You. I mean, I hope you have enough uh, pretzel, pretzels and mustard to enjoy that German game. Hey. You want me to get you some uh, some prost? Uh, you know, before worst Heisen. <laughs> Is that even a thing? Wiener Schnitzel. Schnitzel. Yeah. Get to you some Wiener Schnitzel. Uh, I've had German food twice, and I hated it both times. Okay. Have you had been? Have you been to Prost in Wichita? Though? Is that the one that's downtown? No, it's right. It's closer to Wesley. In case you die, no. it's pretty good. I, I I'll vouch for it. I like it. No. And that's not me just speaking as a you know as <laughs> someone who has German has heritage. Uh huh. I swear to God, it's it's good. You won't be doing this later. Okay, I think you'll be all right. But no, anyway, their schnitzel is great. Well, I would hope during this uh, Toy Story game in Germany, I would sure hope that we figure out if Jacksonville has got a team or not. Man, I, I don't know what's wrong with them. What do you think's going on? I have no clue. I'm not sure. I know they I knew before the season that they didn't have an offensive line. Yeah. But I didn't know it was this bad. I, I didn't know it was lose to who'd they fucking lose to last week? The Texans? They lost by Texans 10? 37 to 17 20. Holy shit. I have Etienne on my, my fantasy team in our league and he got still got me 13 points. Granted, but they sh- they were expect they were expected and we I think even predicted to win the division. They're like I think they're like bottom tier. I got money on. I think the I think the Colts are at the top of the division at two and one. Thank you, Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew. Oh, Jacksonville, what is going on? I don't know. We you know you know who we need to ask that lady from Jacksonville. What's going oh, on? Oh, Duba. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't know if anybody's ever seen that lady in Jacksonville uh, talking about pushing it to the limit. No, was 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 she the was she from Jacksonville too? She was talking about the Jaguars. You remember that? Are you sure? I, I for swear some to, for here, some reason I thought I got it here. Jaguars picks. They say they have the best draft in the entire NFL. Are you surprised to hear? That's on Jim Rome quite a bit, actually. For so. some reason, I don't know why I thought that that bitch was talking about baseball. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, you thought she was talking about baseball. Yeah, I thought she was a baseball girl. For some reason, oh, the color me shocked. I, get, I had no idea you thought that was. Where did I get lost? <laughs> Coming in and steal the show, and the fucking face she puts on. But anyway, it, yeah, Jacksonville Jaguars. What is going on? With I them? don't get. It. I've yeah. got I've got Trevor Lawrence in fantasy. And well, and I have him in my been, other it's league. It's been bloody. Well, and you know. Because I'm a fucking idiot. Guess who I started last week? Jackson. Or I started him last week over Tua. I have him as a Oh, backup. yeah. Not smart. I still won my game. Don't Not worried. But it's... I was... Yeah. This is why I hate going off predictions that they give you. It's because they're so... God, it's so... I don't know. It's so unpredictable. Like, I should... Like, Brees Hall was saying, Oh, I'm, you're going to get 11 plus points. And got me fucking two. 
and I'm not blaming Brees Hall. He's that that offense is atrocious, and that's not his fault. Wichita boy, Brees Hall, how's you doing, buddy? We uh, we we feel your pain. We we know it's not your fault. They picked up somebody today. I forget who they picked up. Uh, Trevor Simeon. Oh, Trevor Simeon. <laughs> they signed as I think a quarterback today. Who started Jets. one game last year for the Bears? I think Ugh. after, after uh, uh, Justin Fields got yeah, I'm, massacred. I'm looking at him up right now. Like he, as a starter overall, he he's thirteen no and seven because he did. He just played by the rules. <laughs> he didn't push a gentleman. <laughs> yes, he was zero one last year with Chicago, and I mean, he was with New Orleans the year before. Two years after that, he was with the Jets. He went zero one, and then two years before then, he was uh, in Denver. The last, previous three, so yeah, he's uh. Not exactly an ideal guy you want to bring in, but honestly, who is at this point? There's, Not named Tom Brady. They're fucked. They're so fucked. Like you can't blame Trevor Simeon either. Like no. once he comes in, if he takes over the reins, I mean, I've been seeing a lot that they want to trade for Kirk Cousins. But if I'm Kirk Cousins, I I would. Kirk not. Cousins has more passing yards than anybody in the league. I know. I get so many garbage points with him on my team. I love it. He got me thirty plus last last week, but. As a player, I would say, I don't know how much say he has in it, but I would nix that trade. I would not want to go to that shithole. And I no. understand I understand why New York wants to do that, to try to salvage their season, but I don't think it's even salvageable this, at this point. You better tank for Caleb Williams if he even wants to be drafted this year. Oh, what a mess. Or, or, or Nix. <laughs> Someone. I mean, it's it's just not good. I mean, the, the Jets are the Jets again. It 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 happened again. It, we we all knew it though. Like we knew we all knew as soon as Aaron Rodgers got hurt. Like no, we knew as soon as he ran out with the American flag, it was gonna happen. <laughs> we just knew it was like this is too good of a moment. Something's gonna have to spoil. September eleventh, <laughs> New York, New York Jets, Iowa. This can't go well. <laughs> this can't go well. Yeah, we don't want to mix Jets in New York City on We've 9/11. We've seen this story before. It does yeah. not go well. It usually crashes and burns. Uh, sorry, New York. Um, yeah, been there. I'm trying to think if there's any other takeaways. I'm over here looking at the <clears throat> scores from uh, last week. I think there's a couple things I want to highlight to you, Shwami, and see what your thoughts I'm are. I'm going to pull some up, so go ahead. And... Um, the Buffalo Bills, after a really, really bad week one loss yeah. to those said Jets, <coughs> I think they're humming again. They just put a hurting on the Commanders. The Commanders, who they thought was going to be a push for that division. They thought they were going to be a good team, and they really have not shown any real signs of Nate being a contender for that division. Only putting up three fucking points this week. At home. Yeah, yeah, at home. At FedEx Field. I believe that makes two games in a row that Josh Allen has got Buffalo over 30 points. But we know with him, he's, he's he can be so, so inconsistent, and he just has tendencies just to throw random balls and hope someone gets it that usually end up being an a interception. So I, Josh, you know, a- Josh Allen's stat line from that game <laughs> is actually not... Incredible. It's, Did they they beat him more on the ground? Well, Josh Allen's line from that game: twenty completions, thirty-two attempts. He only threw for two eighteen, a touchdown, and interception. So I mean, so, that's not crazy. That's not 
fantastic for for what the the, the scorer indicates. Thirty seven three. I mean, they you, you'd expect him to throw two or three touchdowns or run it, run one in himself. They ran for one sixty eight on the ground. And you know, and for a guy, I know zero turnovers. For a guy his size too, I understand why he runs, and he's a decent runner. But he's, if I'm Buffalo, I would want him to. I don't know if stay in the pocket more, but he tries so hard to get extra yardage. He's gonna. We He's going to hurt about himself. about this last year. I know, but it's going to happen. I mean, it's it's just going to it's it's inevitable whether he gets a concussion, knock on wood, whether he breaks his arm, fucks his shoulder up, collarbone, whatever. Uh, he has to take care of himself because he but he's I, I understand the competitiveness, but man, he he tries a little bit too much at times. Speaking of AFC quarterbacks that need to care for themselves, you got any thoughts on the Bengals? How many thoughts on the Bengals? That's a good band. The Bengals. Um, I don't know. I don't know what I. Th- they always kind of start kind of flat, don't they? It seems like the last couple of years they've been kind of flat, and then they start to gradually get better and better and better. Yeah. But with with Joe Burrow's injury, I don't know how. I don't think it's necessarily serious, but it's not. It's it's something that could stick with him for a while and not be his true self. So I I don't know if it'd be better <clears throat> better off to sit out a game or two just to get just get re you know reenergize get get yourself a little healthier. Because in the grand scheme of things, what's two games compared to winning in the playoffs if you have make the playoffs? Well, I you know I I'd say if I was in the NFC that'd be one question, but in the AFC I think that's a different question. It's more of a, a dog fight. Yeah, the I mean in the, in the AFC <laughs> that division is uh, it, it it is a tough division. I'm that's I'm not the not Ravens that. just gave one back so and the and Pittsburgh somehow fucking squeaks one because Another their one. defense can score apparently more <laughs> touchdowns than their offense, so they they hang in there and Cleveland. Cleveland, <laughs> Cleveland apparently is good all of a sudden. Yeah. Uh, so they they really don't have any wiggle room in the division right now. And then of course the the AFC as a whole, we think, has got so many good teams that you're probably not going to be picking up a wild card in there. So mm-hmm. they, I don't know. If you, I don't know if Burrow can take a game off. I don't think. I don't think they can. I really don't. I. I, I I don't know. And they just paid him $275 million, so I guess they're probably wanting to uh, see a little bit of a return on their investment. Probably. I, I don't know. I, 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 At this point of the, the season, I could see him sitting out, depending on who they play next. I'm trying to think. See here. Sorry. Um, I'm rolling through here. Who did the Bengals? Did the Bengals even play next? Oh, they played the Titans. So they're going to have to play that game. They should be fine. Titans look bad. Titans do look bad. And good job, Hopkins, on choosing the Titans to fucking sign with. Congratulations <laughs> yeah. with that. But Tannehill. It's in Tampa Bay. Uh, or no, it's in, uh, sorry, it's in Nashville, which <laughs> my dad was trying to get tickets to that because he's going to be in Nashville this weekend. So that'd be kind of cool. He's like, oh, man, I want to get t- t- tickets to that game so bad to root against Joe Burrow. I'm like, I don't even think about Joe Burrow at night. <laughs> I think about uh, Ryan Tannehill's wife at night. <laughs> I think about Selena Gomez. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. But, no. I I think you're right. I think they should win that game in Nashville against the Titans. But they are very looking very pedestrian at this point of the year going into, was it week four? Uh, we, after week we, three? Are, we are headed into week four. So, is there, uh, 
Last night, let's see, I'm looking at any other games over the weekend. Um, <clears throat> any surprises besides possibly the Cardinals upsetting the Cowboys, or was that a trap game from the get-go? Uh, is Josh Dobbs better than we thought? And Arizona's got an average defense, maybe? I don't know. It's, it's I don't weird. Know. I, I think I think they're pretty good. Like, I think, I th- I'm not pretty good. I think they're, they're playing hard. <laughs> yeah, they are. They're, they're playing pretty good. They're like the they're like the old fat girl from high school. Just keep trying and trying and trying. <laughs> oh, fuck. come on! But they're definitely not tanking for Caleb Williams. That's for sure. The Tinder Cardinals. That's what I'm gonna call the Tinder Cardinals. <laughs> Tinder love Cardinals. I love it. By the way, yes. Josh Dobbs has alpecia. Same oh, thing, same so thing that's, that Bobby Lashley has. So that okay, I I was I saw I thought I saw something the Can't other day like, on what he why he uh, doesn't have any hair on his head. As opposed to me, who just pulls it all out. They they just yeah, they just he, can't grow it. Yeah, he doesn't have trichotillomania. They're different, but yeah. we're 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 of the no hair brotherhood. <laughs> no eyelashes, both of them. That is true. Yeah, that's true. So, but okay, but, but black guys pull that look off so much better than I do. Oh, you <sighs> no, you look scary. I know, and Bobby Lashley just looks like a boss. When I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I think, yeah, that uh, Arizona game was a little bit of a surprise. Uh, what wasn't surprising is that Brandon Staley's a fucking idiot. And <sighs> Another, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't get What does it take to get him fired? Between blowing the Jacksonville game in the <clears throat> playoffs and going for it at, like, your own 20? Uh He's just glad that the focus is on the Raiders head coach right now. That's yes. why. Yes. For there, kicking it with three minutes left instead of going for it on fourth and five. There, there was a tweet that I retweeted yesterday that said, there has to be a reasonable middle ground between what Brand's, Brandon Staley does on fourth down and what Josh McDaniels does on fourth down. Yes. I, I, I did see that, and you I remember you uh, tweeting, or I know it's called reposting, but retweeting it today. Ugh. Anyway, so those are our week three thoughts. Let's yeah. hop into week four, and then maybe we can jump into a little <coughs> bit of hockey here real quick. Yeah. Uh, looking at the schedule, anything catching my eye? We got the Toy Story game. Ooh, Buffalo-Miami early Sunday. Yeah. At Buffalo. Buffalo Miami, that's gonna be a hell of a fucking game. I'm I, assuming Miami's a small favorite in that game. I don't know. Let me go see real quick here. See if I can pull that up. I don't know. While he's looking that up, ask casters. I'll just read you off some of the rest of the schedule. We may not jump into details on this, but you've got the uh, dumpster fire Denver versus Chicago game. Uh, Baltimore Cleveland might be kind of fun. Uh, Looks like Bills are two and a half point favorite over the whoa! Dolphins. Buffalo is minus one fifty on the money line, where Miami is plus one twenty five. Over under on point total is fifty three and a half. Whoa! Yeah. Whoa. So, what do you feel about? How do you feel about that? Uh, I'm shocked. <laughs> I don't know how, based off of what we've seen from Miami this far, that thus far that they're not the favorite in that game. I know. I would agree with that. They, their offense is so fucking good right now. Whoa. I mean, is their defense that bad? I don't think their defense is all that terrible. Maybe I, I'm, I'm going to go look at their, their previous games. I mean, 3-0, let's see what their 
last three games. They they beat the Chargers 36-34. Um, they beat the Dolph or sorry, they beat the Patriots 24-17 and then 170 to 20. Man, I watched that Miami Patriots game. Mhm. Their defense was pretty good in that game. I mean, they did, they have played a couple of teams who are not good offensively right now. Yeah. To be to be fair. To be fair. But to be to be the I don't know. Bills to be the favorite. I don't know how I feel Man. about that. I don't like that at all. I think I'll be throwing some coin down on the <laughs> so, oh. the Agua mammals. <laughs> gonna be throwing some buffalo nickels on that yeah, one. Yeah, I'm gonna take my Toy Story money. <laughs> and I'm gonna convert it you over got to Agua. Man, <laughs> I, I can't believe that. That's interesting. But let's look at some other ones here. Um. Ravens Browns is may be a decent game. I think it will be a good game. Um, let's see here. We already mentioned Bengals Titans. Ooh, Raiders Chargers. That's gonna be interesting as a Chiefs fan. Um, hmm. That's gonna. That there's looks, not a really a lot of whole good matchups. That looks this like next that's week. about it. Yeah. Looks like you need to uh, strap your boots in tight for that <laughs> Miami Buffalo game and. Give her all you got. I don't know. Maybe Bengals. I'm not sorry, Bengals. Sorry, Saints and Buccaneers. What do you think about that? That might be an interesting game to watch. Oh, uh, you know, especially with Carr going out with an injury last game. Uh, I if he plays at all, mm-hmm. I can't imagine him playing well. I was gonna say I don't know if he is gonna play well either. But they get uh, oh fuck, what's his name? Alvin Kamara back. I think this week. So that's an extra added, you know, offensive punch to their lineup. So. Um, Speaking of offensive punches, <laughs> in in Cleveland, yeah, they, you have Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson, and now you have Kareem, Kareem Hunt. Hunt. Yeah. Women have to hate that team. I don't think there's enough women in Cleveland to care. They, 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 they usually flit, flit. I can just imagine that like all the Columbus. women in Cleveland are wearing like Taylor Swift jerseys now. Number 13. <laughs> Oh, wow. What did they say? We're never, ever getting back together? Is that yeah, what it says? That, yes. <laughs> Your face is never, ever, ever getting back together. <laughs> That's so uh, great, man. Speaking of Taylor Swift, how much... I, I'm probably the minority, but how much do you not give a shit about Taylor Swift at the game? Uh, I don't care. I'm a huge Chiefs fan, but... Okay, cool. She was there. I'm glad they showed it once, but... Every other cutaway was with Taylor Swift. I mean, I'm like, Jesus. I, I, understand. Had, a, I had a dream years ago <laughs> where I was the starting tight end for the Las Vegas Raiders. This was before Darren Waller. He was hurt or something. And then Lady Gaga, I just kind of, you know, I slid into those DMs. And she showed up at Allegiant. And we just kind of happened to leave in my Porsche when we got out of there. I mean, it's a shame that Kelsey and Swifty have to do basically my playbook from a couple years ago. I've seen this before. I know how it ends. It's fine. Right. So. I don't know. It's a cool story. Don't get me wrong. And did you see that hit uh, Kelsey's jersey sales went up 400% after that? Now, when I heard that, I wonder... If it was all just a marketing ploy in the first place, just to get some buzz it's going. It's love. Don't don't hate love. Let love flourish. How much love is going on in that? A lot club? of love. A lot of love. 
I don't know. When a, when a girl is next to your mom and screams, let's fucking go, that's love. That's love. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> some of the memes from that was so good. That <laughs> it was like the picture of them uh, driving down in his uh, convertible. And it says, Taylor Swift wiping away a happy tear. And it said, Kelsey, yeah, so this is quick trip. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was so fucking funny. I will also say this. Strange, but true. Mm-hmm. Between Brittany Mahomes' face and Taylor Swift's face, oh. those are some long faces, man. <laughs> My God! Like if we were playing Guess Who back in the day, and we say long and droopy, I'd be like, click, 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 click. Okay, you are either Taylor Swift or you are Brittany Mahomes. Um, do you have a seven-inch nose? Yes. Yep. Yep. Oh yes, my thank God! You, Sharon. A long face. It's true. Oh, by the way, or, I had to explain. Or, I had to explain over the weekend or, or, horse, what a five head was. Horse walks into the bar. <laughs> bartender turns to Taylor Swift and says, "Why the long face?" <laughs> I'm sorry, Taylor. You know what the bartender's name was? What? Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> <laughs> I'll still have from Roman Alvey. Oh my God, that's fucking good. Uh, why the long face, Sarah? <laughs> <sighs> Thank you for that. Yeah, I did have to explain over the weekend to my old man what a five head was. Oh, jeez. Uh, which he... was one of Jamie Kelly's favorite sayings. Uh, when, I'm sure. When uh, when it wasn't a four head, it was a five head. And <laughs> I had to actually visually put five fingers on the, the head. What so, five fingers say of the face? That, that's what Cream Hunt said to Deshaun Watson's <laughs> 27th massage girl. Jesus. Hockey! <laughs> <laughs> yes, after Taylor Swift, he's transitioned into hockey. Well, it's it's coming up upon us right now tonight. We have some, uh, you know, some preseason hockey going on. Uh, I don't. I'm sure you have not really paid attention a whole lot to it. I'm I'm still carrying that banner from, from the Stanley baby. I don't know if you have. I am. Have you really? Yeah. Um, every time I yeah I follow that Vegas Twitter account and they keep that Vegas showing account. they keep showing me my my banner that I've earned from all my hard work. Yeah. Well, I mean they. You know, it was you know good, good, good on you to witness a team that you finally cheer for win a championship. Since you know your Vancouver Canucks are not going to do it for quite some time anymore. Had had the Vegas Golden Knights been founded in the year nineteen twenty three, I would have followed them back then. Yes, I, you know, it, it's yeah, I have mixed feelings because I am not a you know Vegas Golden Knights fan mostly because not you. Their fans are kind of insufferable on. Uh, social media, but you know we've had a long history with uh, watching some hockey together, playing some NHL '94. So I'm just, yeah, I'm happy for you that you got to see your Vegas Golden Knights win. It all goes away game one though. Yeah, we, we have to move on. That's fair. We have to understand that we're now living in the era of Connor Bedard. And Connor Bedard is a thing now, and, yeah, and I'm very interested to see how he, he uh, how he's going to handle the NHL. You know, I I'm not knocking any you know hockey players that are quote-unquote undersized because he's not the biggest feller on the ice jack hughes has done very well he's you know he's kind of scrawny himself this guy looks smaller than him man yeah but he is a little bit mm-hmm. but the 
that kid can fucking shoot the puck. He has one of the best releases I've seen in quite some time. So I, I think Connor Bedard's going to be just fine once he understands the, the, the man's game. Because what you call it? The, the man's, man's, man's game? game, man's oh, game. Oh shit! Because calm down, toxic masculinity. I'm just saying, Jesus, it's, it's a different fucking game once My you God. get to that level. Who who made that term up? Uh, Yarmir Yager <laughs> in his fifty-two <laughs> yeah. fucking seasons. Yeah, yes, Yarmir Yager back in 1889. Yes, yes, yes. determined that one. I think he's gonna be fine. I think he scores sixty points this year, Bedard. Uh, since we're talking about him, he's gonna have a, a pretty good line mate in Taylor Hall, who I am shocked has been a, with as many teams as he's been with. But it's gonna be an interesting year for Chicago all around because they have so little like prospects and they're so depleted that they have no one else they have, don't know who's gonna take the reins besides Connor Bedard. Connor Bedard kind of reminds me from that old like. Uh... 8-bit Nintendo ice hockey game. Yeah. And you had the option of little, medium, big. Yes. He, remi- he reminds me of little guy. Yes. Which which is kind of a problem because little guy could move. He can. So if you get old little squirrely guy around, yeah. you know big guy's not getting him. I know. Medium guy occasionally had a shot at getting him. So if little guy gets it. And I keep watching these in between my uh, uh, Vegas Golden Knights uh, banner celebrations. I see... YouTube videos and, and Twitter videos of mm-hmm. Connor Bedard goals, it like they're showing these unbelievable angles that he's shooting from. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, it looks like he's shooting them from fucking uh, Wichita Ice Sports, but <laughs> I'm like, God damn! I was like, dude, can snipe. I know he's he's a fucking hell of a shot. Like he is, he's got one of the best wrist shots I've ever seen. I, I mean, I I don't know how else to describe it. That dude is fucking good. He's gonna score. I think he's gonna score thirty plus goals this year. He's got, whoa! Yep, Connor Bedard from apparently <laughs> under the Sears Tower right there. <laughs> wow, good shot, Connor. But, uh, yeah. No, Connor! 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 But no, it, NHL season is upon us. I, I'm fucking excited. Like I said, I worked uh, earlier in this podcast, I said I worked the NHL preseason game here in Wichita. Awesome to see uh, some NHL talent here in town in person. Uh, we got to watch Shane Doan's son, Josh Doan, play for the Coyotes. Scored a hat trick in wichita so that was pretty cool saw a few a few fights as well and pretty good crowd on hand that night as well so we got that starting to the ramp up and obviously in a couple other months we have uh college basketball also going to be here fairly soon uh well we can talk about wichita state how well we expect out of them this year it's new let's let's talk hockey i know but (laughs) i know but we can talk about them in a later time no worries i know that'll be so sad i think we're in for a a long season. You think over. so? You yeah. don't think that their, their team is going to be all that good this year? I think they're going to be decent. I think Wichita State's got a long year. You think so? This year? Mm-hmm. What about? But for the future, you think the the coaches is going to be fine? Depends on how we can navigate the transfer portal. It's like everybody else. Like, yeah. how can you recruit? And how can you navigate the transfer portal? I just don't. I just don't think we know with that guy. <clears throat> that's that's fair. So, but no. Anyway, so back to hockey. So, I guess. Expectations. I don't know how much you looked into. Obviously, who's where and you know what what teams you expect to be well do well this year. But I mean, have you given a lot of thought yet? Have you have you even paid attention to a lot of the offseason moves, especially for the Knights? Were kind of are you kind of in the dark right now? You just haven't been able to ramp up to the season. Um, I mean, I paid attention ish. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it looks like. I mean, in the West. The team that I was 
shit scared of last year's your team. Fucking the Avalanche look like they're they, gonna be awesome again. They, they now got are you healthy? Depth. They are they are healthy. Like they are finally getting healthy. The only the only question mark, and that's because he just had knee surgery on his cartilage, is Gabriel Landeskog. He probably is not gonna play again this year. He's probably not gonna play until at the best next season. That's what I had heard. So he's out for a bit, right? But still, that team, they, they brought on some depth. Like, they brought on a lot of NHL caliber depth to make up for what they thought they did not have last season. Okay. Defense on the bottom the bottom two is going to be a little bit of a question mark. Goaltending, they, they'll, they're fine. They're, I mean, I'm not saying they have the best goaltending team in the league, but I don't worry about their goaltending. I think Colorado has a pretty, pretty good team on paper. It's just if... A lot of the new guys can get acclimated to the system and understand how the abs play. But in the words of Kenny Mayne, they don't play on paper. They play in TV boxes. There you go. Thank you, Kenny Mayne. I, I think that's what Kenny Mayne used to say. <laughs> is, well, that wasn't that wasn't uh, Stuart Scott, was it? No, no, no. Mr. Booya, rest in peace. He wasn't he wasn't quite that dry with his humor. So yeah, yeah so sure. was I'm I'm worried about the the Avalanche because I think they're going to be really really good. Um, I don't know if Seattle's really going to... I think Seattle's going to be good, but I don't think they're going to give Vegas that much of a scare in the Pacific. Is Dallas going to be worth a shit again? They're getting old, man. Like they're, well, they're Wasn't poor. that the concern this year, though? Yeah, Kinda? But, they, but they showed it after the playoffs. They showed they they just didn't have the juice. I think, <clears throat> I think really, the LA Kings are the ones... LA and um, Edmonton are your two top contenders mm. besides Vegas. And Edmonton, definitely the team that's going all out this year to go for that that cup. The Dallas Cowboys of hockey. Oh, that's a great analogy. I didn't even think of that. But, I mean, to be fair, at least Connor McDavid doesn't throw interceptions. But boy, if he could. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, but the, I guess I guess they're, you know, I don't know. That's a, that's a hell of an analogy as a team, but Connor McDavid, like, I feel like he's so motivated to finally just get to that plateau. Like I don't know. I feel like they're gonna win the Pacific. Like I, I do, but their their depth still is in question as far as when they get to the playoffs because McDavid and Drysdale are gonna will that team to a top spot in the playoffs. But can they just keep up that same play after they played so much during the regular season? I don't know. That's why teams like Vegas. We're able to overcome teams like Edmonton because they're better depth wise. Yeah, and even even with a, a fourth string goaltender in Aiden Hill, I mean, amazing. Yeah. Thank you, San Josie. No, kidding. my God. I mean, I'm not. That's not a knock on Aiden Hill. Great goalie, just not expected to be a top goaltender to win a Stanley Cup. But yeah, we only fuck. But uh, sometimes Vegas only went through fucking twelve goalies last year. Sometimes you're glad goalie, we landed on one. Sometimes your goalie is only as good as the the system he plays in. I mean, look at Martin Brodeur. I'm glad TJ's not here to, to defend it, but they play in a very heavily dis- defensive style system. Mm-hmm. And he was regarded as one of the best goalies in the 90s. Not my best goalie in the 90s, but that's for a different time. But Vegas showed that didn't matter who was in net, they were going to be able to win because their system was better, they played tough, and they had great depth. And they just, you know, uh, with that with that core, with that core that they had, and I know Riley Smith moved on to uh, Pittsburgh. I mean, <clears throat> I think that's one a big piece that they're missing depth wise. But they're gonna be a good. They're still gonna be good next year. Now, is the is the cup hangover gonna be bad for them? Are they gonna be a little bit tired come mid season once once the you know 
excitement of the beginning of the season wears off, you never know. And who you know, injuries could play a part because after having a long postseason, we'll just have to see. Hi, Sharon. What's up? What's going on, girl? Ask uh, Casters. Ask Ask Casters. We've been blessed with uh, uh, crazy Sharon's come down, and we will switch from hockey to quick thoughts on uh, on the Kansas City here, Chiefs. Here, I got a mic right here for They're you. They're awesome. They're the it team. Are they the it team? No, we got a mic right here if you want it. Oh God, I she whooshed that away like it was well. It, never mind. If it was well, Mario, she would have gave it a apparently. Hug. Her only insight is they are the it team. <laughs> the it team. Well, that was her take. Now to the Eastern Conference and hockey, real quick. Is Boston going to be anywhere close to as good as they were this year? They lost Bergeron and Krejci. That's two. Bergeron's huge, and Krejci's huge. Yeah, Krejci is, su- is such an underrated player. I, I don't. I think that. I think they're going to be still good. Because they still got Pasternak, they got still got Marshawn at the helm. They still got a good defensive core, and goaltending should be good. What do you got there? TJ she bought a goddamn Taylor Swift album. The latest one, but it's for TJ for Christmas. Oh, oh well, hope he doesn't listen to this yeah, podcast. Yeah, thank you for saying that on the Later podcast. Else I, got it. I have him talking about. <laughs> I'm keeping this in the podcast. Do you do us mortos? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like Day of the Dead. Day of the Dead shirt. It's a, it's a sugar skull for all you. Uh, I know because we don't have video. It's, this is terrible for radio. Our, our, our YouTube feeds kids, down. So <laughs> yeah, let's just say it out loud on the podcast. Oh, yes, another Dio uh, de los Muertos photo Dio frame. Dallas. Yeah, Dio Dallas. Yes. Debbie did Dallas. Debbie did dumb dumb down it. Four and a four frustrated Cherie. <laughs> I didn't understand that at all. Four and a four she, are frustrated. Was she speaking French for the leaf? Yeah. That's right. Yes, thank you, Toronto Leafs. <laughs> <laughs> Canadian de Montreal. Uh-huh. I'm getting some Christmas shopping done. <laughs> I love it. Thank God. In the middle of September. Clean up that pee pad. Okay, <laughs> I'm keeping that in. Anyway, so Boston. So Boston. Boston. I think they're going to be fine. Uh, I don't know if they're going to be as deadly as they were the previous years. I mean, losing two big, two big uh, players as in Krejci and Bergeron are going to hurt them significantly in the lineup. So just got to see which uh, which young feller is going to have to step up in the playoffs and. Not the playoffs, excuse me, just step up in the lineup in general. But Eastern Conference, you got probably Tampa Bay on their last legs of their, their core. You got Oh shit, did she do it again? Yep, she sure did. Oh god. Pat! Come here. Okay. Ask casters as we wind up this podcast. Uh, Ninth, Ninth Street is falling apart at the seams. We are here. flooding in the basement. Yes, yeah. that's all right. P flood. <laughs> P flood. Yeah, P flood. You need to get some sham wows. But I think Carolina is also going to have a, a pretty good year as well. Like they, they usually have a very strong off se- or regular season, but they've kind of faltered in the regular season. So it's going to be interesting how the East turns out. I don't think it's as strong as the Western Conference. I mean, you still got Toronto, but they've always had their issues with the playoffs. I mean, they have a strong showing in the regular season, but you got an aging Pittsburgh team that I don't know if they're really going to do a whole lot, even yeah. though they just traded for Eric Carlson for God knows why. Is Malkin still there? Yeah, Malkin's still there. 
Crosby, Malkin, and Latang are still all there. Um, I mean, it's uh, it's gonna be. I don't know if it's up for grabs, but the re- same three teams are gonna be good. It's three or four, but the other castaways, if you ask me, who knows where they're gonna land? Montreal could surprise some people and be decent, but wasn't Montreal garbage last year though? They were bad. They were pretty bad. They had a young team, to be fair, but they were just not good. I mean. Goaltending, they're just not solid. I mean, Carey Price was sitting out with an injury, and I don't think he's ever going to play again, and that's unfortunate, but it is what it is. Um, just Eastern, I, I, you know, I forgot about the Devils, to be fair. They, they do have a, a strong team, but uh, they are young too, but can they get their goaltending together is another question. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like the Western Conference is a lot, lot more uh, solid than it is the Eastern Conference where we kind of know where the – uh, the Pacific and the Central divisions are going to stand. Metropolitan and God knows what the other fucking division name is right now. My Cosmopolitan, name. Cosmopolitan Rule. division, Metro, yeah, <laughs> Rule. Rule. But yeah, the Eastern Conference is going to be a little more of a guessing game, in my opinion. But we, we shall see. I don't know. I, I feel like it's going to be a, a an interesting NHL season, um, especially with the. Uncertainty of where Arizona may end up if they don't find a place to put Ugh. their new arena. I, if it was up to me, just move them to Houston. They already have an NHL ready arena. They do. The here the arrows there were already drawing ten thousand people in the AHL. Move them to Houston. I mean, Gordy Howe played there for forever. I don't. I don't know. It just if it's not gonna work out in Arizona, move them to Houston is my opinion. But I don't know. It's going to be interesting because there's been a lot of talk about expansion to Atlanta. I don't know if you want to give that city a third chance, even with new ownership and new arena out to where supposedly all the fans, quote-unquote, live. Don't they still have an active Twitter account? No, that was a parody account that someone... They're great. That's a good follow. Uh, Atlanta Thrasher's Twitter account is fucking hilarious. But, no, that is not an official account. That account officially moved over to the Winnipeg Jets when they moved. But, no, that's a funny account. That is a really good one. So, I don't know. I don't know what you feel about giving a, a city like Houston, or, sorry, like Atlanta, a third opportunity at an, a pro franchise. I'd prefer to give it to Houston. Thank you. I would agree. Or Salt Lake City. Or Quebec. Ooh, that's a tough subject. I think Quebec would be fine, but it's just, I don't think they're as big of a market as Houston. And if... Jeff Merrick, who is a Canadian broadcaster, says, you already have hockey fans in Canada. You want to expand places that aren't, quote-unquote, hockey markets or, like, that aren't naturally hockey markets. not saying Houston isn't, but you'd build a little more new fans in Houston. Or if you're going to Salt Lake City, I don't think anybody wants to go to Portland and deal with the homeless problem, but still. Maybe even San Diego. They're they're up for debate, too, since they're getting a new arena as well. So, I don't know. It's going to be interesting the next couple of years, but this year, I, I don't know. Uh, NHL is going to be very interesting to watch. So, I don't know how you feel about your Knights, but they're, they're going to be another cup favorite this year. Well, good to hear. But the most important topic of the day. Uh-oh. Your birthday. Oh, God. Yes. Yeah. Yes. My, ber- my birthday week. Weekend was a bit of a shit show. So, uh, Ask Aster Schwammy recently <coughs> celebrated his 21st or... 34th birthday. Yeah, whatever. Same thing. Uh, at this point. And uh, I'll, I'll just kind of let Schwammy walk you through what he experienced. What I remember? Yeah, fair enough. Okay. 
So Thursday was Thursday night football up in Kansas City, and my my dad, brother, and I are season ticket holders. Uh, so we obviously went up for the game. Someone, and I'm not going to mention who, me forgot to eat dinner. So I drank my dinner, and I uh, yeah, I got a little too uh, a little too saucy. lubricated that night. A saucy. Yeah, it was a it was a bit of a shit show. Um, I didn't make it necessarily a mess of myself, but um, yeah, probably should have ate dinner that day. But no, it was a frustrating game to go watch, but it was still fun to be able to celebrate that with my, my dad and my brother. My my true birthday, which is on Thursday. Drove back the next morning, Ugh. back to Wichita. Got a little nap in. And then um, we ended up going to Jerry's, which was notorious for last year's soundbite that we got from Andy the day after on our podcast. That was right after last year when Kyle Kilgore played there, and that's when he played also this year was the, the Friday after my birthday. So we went up there, had a few fireball shots, um, and uh, just enjoyed the night, drank our sorrows away, and then I know Andy kind of uh, Irish goodbye to us, but that's fair. That's what he does. It's okay. Oh, I don't remember leaving. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. No one else did either. That, that was one of the reasons I'm glad that we brought this up. I don't remember if I can get the fuck out. Yeah. Here. Everyone's like, "Where did Andy go? Where did Andy go?" And I'm like, "Oh, he probably called Uber Bob. He probably had to get the fuck at home, which is fair." But you did miss a, you did miss a few uh, <clears throat> swingers in there, that we that we personally knew, um, not personal like as in like I'm we're swingers you, you, with you them. You didn't actually swing with them. Hell no. No. It was more of like oh. So this is this is a real thing. We we just heard about it. It was very very interesting to see that kind of thing happen in front of you. I, I didn't know we were at Margaritas, which is a typical swingers bar here in Wichita. But yeah, that was very strange. But no, Kyle put on a good good show. Had me <laughs> he let me sing a bit of a um, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I don't remember remember if you remember that. I was a little bit too drunk to remember that, so he spoke the lyrics into my ears. So I, I didn't thought, look like an idiot. Well, I thought. Uh... My goal was to get you drunk, mm. and I thought I was doing a good job. Oh, you did a great job. Because I remember I was looking over, well, a couple things. <laughs> yes. My my first grand thought was, I'm going to buy shots for everybody. And I did that, and I bought shots for me, you, and some other people. Sure. And then I came back, and I was like, I'm buying more shots, to which you told me, no, no, no. Just buy me and you shots. Yes. And I was like, okay, all right, that's somebody that's responsible, and I probably need to listen. <laughs> so I just bought me and you shots on that one. Yeah. And then I kept going with that theme for the rest of the evening, and I kept looking over at you, and your eyes were pretty fucking glassy. And I was like, okay, it's like, this is good. That was, like, we're, that was from the concussions. I was like, Fuck. Well, <laughs> I thought I was making good progress. Oh, you did. You Don't drunk. worry. You 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 did a great job. And then I was feeling pretty good. I I like I don't even remember getting drunk that night. That's yep. the last thing I remember is <laughs> thinking you were drunk. Oh, I was. Fuck. And apparently, when we got back to the house, uh, I got in a fight with a cat. <laughs> Who won? Me. Oh, good. Well, well, the cat was in my spot in the bed. Well, that was fuck a... that puss. <laughs> Fuck that puss. Fuck that puss. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm glad you see it my way. 
<laughs> but uh, no, it was it was a good night. I appreciate you uh, you rolling out of your 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 bed to come out hang out on a. What night Friday was night. that? Was that a was, Friday? It was, or a Friday. it was a Friday night. So I went to the casino. You probably went to the casino, casino that Saturday. night. Saturday. Did you go to the casino that night, or did you no. go back home and then go to the casino the next day? <clears throat> You're notorious to doing uh, doing both. I usually don't go to the casino on a Saturday. Really? Why not? Sports book on a Saturday, I, watch college football. That'd be a good day. I usually don't do shit in public on a Saturday. <laughs> I'm usually recovering from Fridays on a Saturday. That's fair. So I I have uh, I either did one of two things. I either went straight to Ninth Street. Yeah. Or I went straight to the casino, and I don't know which one it was. <laughs> all I all I know is that I was like, God. I don't know what happened with Schwammy. <laughs> and I'm just in, like in my mind. I just remembered your face, and you were so drunk. And I was, I was well, yeah. you weren't. Well, I shouldn't say you were so drunk. You were drunk. Oh yeah. And I felt I that was there was good. more potential for me to get more drunk. Like, oh yeah. You were like Justin Fields. You, you had a whole bunch of talent, and I saw a lot from you up yes. to this point. And I just felt that there was so much more to do. <laughs> yeah. But I never saw the rest of it. And here I left you at year three. <laughs> yeah. And God, I left my bride at the aisle. It's God fine. damn it. It's what okay. A loser. You got me l- lubricated enough. You were good. <sighs> damn it. But, so then, the story doesn't end there. Saturday. So after you fucked the puss. Yeah. Okay. After, I, after I won the, the, the battle of the, the position on the bed. <laughs> with the puss. With, the, with, with Hannah. That's her name. Uh, I got up at 9 a.m. the next day. Uh huh. Drove to my brother's house, and then we drove to Norman, Oklahoma to go to the OU-SMU oh, game. Oh, fuck. Yeah. You drove? No. I did not drive, oh. but I still was in the front seat, and I was feeling good. Like, I don't get I don't get bad hangovers or hangovers at all. Usually, I get up. If, I'm, if I have a headache, if it's even a headache, <laughs> drink water, and I'm fine. I'm good. I don't, I don't let it bother me at all. So, went down to the OU game. Pretty frustrating game, but it was more... God, it was a little more like hot and sticky down in Norman that day, so it was not not pleasant to walk around all day, especially after being dehydrated. Should be a Wisconsin fan. I know. I should be. <laughs> yeah, eat some cheese curds, <laughs> drink some Miller Lite. Mm. Well, you know, jump to jump around. Uh huh. Yeah. Go see uh, Jen Rome up in Eagle River. Yeah. But no, it was fun. Go to see uh, OU with the, my brothers. Watch the watch the game down there. Met some cool fans, saw some douchebag fans, especially from our OU side of things. I tell you what, so we sat next to a bunch of like SMU kids that were like frat boys and stuff. They were cheering for SMU. No problem with it. Were they being a little bit belligerent? Sure, but they weren't trying to hurt anybody. (laughs) It wasn't until OU scored the last touchdown. And mind you, we were like five rows from the top. And we liked that vantage point, and we are like right behind one of the field goals. Five rows from the top. Score the last touchdown. This fucking douchebag OU fan starts yelling at the SMU kids, Go back to fucking Texas, you fucking bitch! He said the F word. Like the the, F-A-G. The maggot word? Yes. Uh Uh-huh. And he was like, You piece of shit, drive back there for dad's money! And the guys turned to me, like the SMU kids, like, Were we that annoying? I'm like, No, you weren't being assholes and egging them on. And then he started yelling at him again, You better shut the fuck up and sit down or kick your fucking ass! I'm like... We're like turning around like, you're going to talk shit now after OU went up two touchdowns? That's the shit that pisses me off about, like, as a home fan. Why are you going to do that as to away fans unless they antagonize you? They didn't do shit. 
And my brothers and I were all like, hey, if, if he jumps you, don't worry. We'll kick him in the dick for you. Like, we're, we just, we're sick of that, dude. Just, I don't know where. Fourth quarter, start talking shit. After the entire time, then it was just being quiet. I don't get why fans are like that. But, nonetheless, it was a good weekend. Like, I, we drove back that night. We didn't, we didn't get back home until, like, 1.30 in the morning. Because we had to, oh. we had to wait, like, a few hours for the oh. traffic to die down. But... The good thing about that was it was nice and cool outside, so we just tailgated back at the uh, at the car, and we watched the late games at the car. Like we had two TVs going, so we were able to watch two games, and we're just we had we already brought chairs, and we were just watching it in the parking lot, and it was actually like a really nice, just kind of relaxing. All right, let's relax, and then we'll get home, and it was fine. Yeah. But woke up the next day, watched some foot. Uh, yeah, that was it. Nothing crazy. So I didn't die yet. So I appreciate your uh, your uh, contribution to my birthday weekend, and yours is coming up in a couple of weeks as well. Well, three weeks. We'll, we'll keep the uh, the ass casters posted on that. I'm, yeah, I'm hoping we uh, get a little bit of billiards in and uh, shots. And it's a shame our old bar isn't isn't around for that. anymore. it's really sad. You know, we we we're, we're big fans of Crummies at West Acres Bull, but ever since Bullaroo or whatever the fuck their the, bitch well, ass am name. Am I allowed to say Bull Nazis? Yes, say oh, Bull Nazis. It's those fine. fucking Bully Nazis <laughs> taking over our taking over our parking lot and asphalt in the pavement. Pull what what what's that? Pave parking dot what? Pave paradise. Put up a parking lot. La la la. Yeah. Fuck you, bull <laughs> Nazis. Man, it just sucks because it was such a good bar. The bar staff was great. It was like cheap drinks. They had karaoke if you wanted to sing. It they wasn't. Let me keep an open bar tab. Yeah, they let. Yeah, I mean, we for are well, for weeks. Yeah, we all knew Heather, Michael, Kayla. Like all the people up there were great, and it just sucks that we've we, lo- we we lost a good one. We've lost Walt. Walt is another one down the we've, street from here. We've lost. We've lost Crummies. What the fuck is next? Gary's? No, oh, man. I don't know. I don't know what's next. Just it's it's just not fair for it's us alcoholics. Fair, so, it but you know we can just remember the good times. And I hope the bowling alley that's gonna have uh, being built on North uh, Ridge by the old owner of West Acres. I think they're calling it the Ridge. That's fine, as long as they call it the Crummies. No, no, because I'm they're uh, they wanted me to turf part of it. Oh, really? Why would mm-hmm. why, wait? Why why do they need turf Park, parking lot? Why? I don't know. Interesting. That's a what part of the the I don't remember. Okay, I'm turfing too much. I don't remember. <laughs> turfing too much. Surfing <laughs> turfed Andy Mannion. Got a whole bunch of turf going out there. <laughs> if, if they want me to turf it, I'll turf it. I'll turf it with you. So. No. Anyway, I, yeah. Uh, Ask casters. Uh, hope that was uh, <laughs> beneficial for you. Beneficial. We uh, to your health. gave you a little bit today as far as uh, football and a little bit of fun. So um, we will come back in maybe the next couple of weeks. We have no idea. Yeah, our schedule's kind of all over the place right now, as you can tell with our erratic uh, posting. So, so hopefully we can get one maybe next week, maybe the week prior. We will see. But we uh, appreciate you uh, continuing to download. I would give shout-outs to folks that are downloading, but I've been too uh, dumb to even figure out who's downloading. And I don't even have the link to go look that up. So, so we'll just say the usuals. Um, Belgium. Uh, what, Cedar Rapids was doing pretty Cedar good. Cedar Rapids, recently. yep, that's right. Uh, Cheney Lake. Yep, that guy from Cheney Lake. Cheney yep. Lake, uh, obviously Wichita. Thank you for mm-hmm. all the views. Is there any other people that we've known? Like- I, Belgium twice. Belgium yep. twice, yeah. all right, cool, yep. cool, cool. 
So, oh, oh wait, was San Jose one just randomly? Was there a random? Uh, San Jose? yeah, maybe San Jose. Maybe yeah, San Jose. So, but no. Anyway, appreciate the follow. Let let your friends know. Let your mom know. Let your dad know. <laughs> let your mama's girlfriend. Yeah. Bob, no, that'd let, be great. Let your swinger parents know. Yes, yes. keep those doors open. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Yep. pineapples upside down. <laughs> Ciao. Mm.